need to tell you honestly. What? I got accidentally crossfaded watching the finale of Drag Race, and then I came here. And when I say accidentally, I mean I knew fully well 45 minutes ago it was going to happen. I mean, you better work. I didn't know, I don't know you to be much of a drinker, so I think it's always really fun when you do. Yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't drink for this specific reason. Um, but it was the finale, and um, I was hanging out with some special people, and you have champagne. You have cocaine. Oh. <laughs> An act of terrorism was committed upon my eyeballs today. I was going to say, do you want to talk about it? And it's not even because Priyanka won. It's because I, I, I really ran up on myself. And for some reason, I felt compelled to Google who the fuck Tracy Melchor was. And of course, the first thing the internet shows me is her Twitter, where she congratulates Priyanka for winning. This is like 10 minutes into the episode and I never regretted an action more, except for Matt. Oh, I mean, wow, yeah. It was just, she looked amazing. I will say this, she looked amazing. Yeah, talk about saving your best outfit for the finale. I guess like even the best drag competition isn't best drag, right? If the finale is best drag. Um, It is, it really is Canada's RuPaul's production of the best friend race. Anyway, I feel the need to, like, fuck something up. Do you ever feel the need to fuck something up? Consistently, constantly, all the time, frequently. It's Never very anarchy. It's like anarchaic or something. Um, Rudolph Rocker, in his seminal classic, uh, Anarcho-Syndicalism, I, my favorite part about it is the f- entire first chapter is a love letter to other anarchists, which I think is, like... Um, a habit we should form. Wait, is writers. he the reindeers were unionized? So the T is we all have red noses because we're all boo boo the fool, <laughs> and the revolution hasn't happened yet. Am I wrong? You're not. Um, you want to talk about all that anarchy? I think people get things wrong about anarchy all the time, which is really annoying. And the more I learn about anarchy as of late, the more I realize things have to be questioned. So that's not, or rather like my perception of things I am having to rethink. So that's a very true statement. Mm, Thanks. One, two, three. (laughs) And then Nicki Minaj blinks. But yeah, like the biggest sort of like most glaring misconception that first comes to mind is when, you know, the common liberal response to, oh, I'm an anarchist is like, Oh, so you just believe it should be the purge all the time? That is what we're trained to believe. That's that's the most readily available Propaganda. assumption. Yeah, exactly. Like we're taught to believe that because of how the world is structured. And Propaganda. anarchy anarchy seems to be one of those things that is not as scary as you think it is. And it's a lot more beneficial and it's definitely not what the propaganda has told you it is. I also think it's just the most logical response to like looking around and seeing what's wrong in the world. Anarchy looked at the response, like the world and said, the problem is power and the solution is to eliminate power that like, you know, can't justify itself. All of history constantly 
it's a struggle. You open a history book and it's just struggle upon struggle. And a lot of it would not happen if people had say over themselves. It's the idea that like, there shouldn't be powerful people who run or organize society. Society should agree how society should be run. And why do you think people shy away from that thought? Because people hear that and they think that, well, that's not how the world works. Because there is always someone in charge and there's always someone who's not. And like, maybe that's not the way the world works. And maybe it's not the way the world has worked. But maybe it's a way we could try working the world. Mama, work the world. (laughs) Vegas review. I don't know why the words Vegas review sent me. So yeah, next time someone asks you like what anarchy is, remind them that it it's not the absence of rules. It's the absence of an unjustified power. You heard it here first. You know, I, <laughs> I, you know what? I, I kind of like the, the silences in between some of the things that we say. Okay. So I do leave them on purpose. Okay. I kind of love this thing of like you talking about it because I do feel like I'm learning and I like when you teach me things on the pod. Um, I mean like I think just some I'm gonna say some beginner things to read as a beginner anarchist uh, things and I'm gonna list books I haven't even read so that's okay. really funny. Okay um, um, so we talk a lot and we act like we know what we're speaking about um, but we, we, we have to cite. I know I never did it in university. I feel like I've brought this up before. But this is something that carrying forward, I want to know how to citation properly. So what, what should the beginner intro anarchist read? Chomsky's book on anarchism is kind of accessible because it's written from a modern perspective. And he's an anarchist. I mean, I have my qualms with Chomsky yeah. in a linguistics sense. Um, I like how I, I know. I'm so sorry. I looked at a linguist and I said, I think you should read Chomsky. I know that's the most infuriating thing you've ever heard in your life. I'll be real. I, I, I've i never like sat down to read all of Chomsky's things because he comes up and in everything. Like he came up enough in every single one of my classes to the point where it's like, I'm not going to read your work. He's the drunk uncle you hear about. You don't need yeah. to get into know what he's done to you and your family like in the in academia there's always someone who you whom you have read that you haven't actually read and for me that's Chomsky because everyone else wrote like they read him well the funny thing about Chomsky is you could read like a couple of his books and still have like hundreds and hundreds of material that you haven't touched heard of or even seen like that's the annoying thing about it is it's such a voluminous Listen, at the end of the day, Chomsky signed that very same paper that JK transphobe was so happy about. Can I so, be honest? I don't care. <laughs> trash by association. Um, moving forward, I think that, um, uh, oh my God, I think his first name's like, you know, Pyotr, the way Russians be doing. Um, <laughs> and that last one was a good one. It's really funny to watch you do these what I know are spectacular punk tongue pops and here's silent. The zoom is so smart. <laughs> you just see me go <laughs> Literally, it looks like you're like gaping. I am. <laughs> um, um 
So, so Pyotr Kropotkin's mutual aid is really good because it explains mutual aid, um, which is a good, you know, when people ask you what an alternative like to um, economics is, that's like a start, a good start too, especially in the context of like communism and syndicalism. It's cool. What else is it? Hang on. Um, not to like, not to like to really train a thought. Do you want to talk about mutual aid or like what you know about it? Because I feel no, like because be I don't good... know enough about it to like definitively talk about it. Cool. Okay. Frankly, I and I don't want to say anything stupid or wrong. No, fair enough. More than I already have. I'm just here to encourage any anarchist tangent you might want to go on. I mean, these are like two people who, um, like I mentioned, because I'm trying to start, like I'm trying to read them right now. Like I've absorbed a lot of anarchist thought um, online and by like discussing. Let's talk about, <laughs> let's talk about um, Johnny McDonald kissing the pavement. I sure did love to see it. I was so proud and happy for those people. Oh, absolutely. Me too. I think those people should be proud. They're heroes. Now, when I saw that, I just thought that that was like a, a medium high example of how someone can be anarchist every day. Like you don't have to topple a statue every day. That's why it's like a medium high level. But yeah. it, sh it shows you the range of what a radical movement looks like. And what I appreciate about seeing statues falling, especially like of Sir Johnny McDonald, seeing it happen so close to home is that it doesn't take a lot to radicalize the people. So if you can identify something that you think is radical every day, that's really cool if you can enact on it. Absolutely. And I mean, like, if anything, we just saw like behavior that, you know, proves that there are people out there braver than the troops. And it's only bad if you get caught. And there's a lot of ways to ensure that if you play it right, you won't. We're, we're not black. telling you to break the law, but we're, we're just not saying. You, yeah, we're, we're definitely not advertising insurgency tactics at, at all. This is all a satire. <laughs> it's just fun to see people come together with a goal. And to see that if you and your friends want to get together and put on a live performance art display of um, insurrection all it takes is some good direction and some writing and you will flash have statues mob. toppling flash mob <gasps> can you imagine if like people just got in dragon topple statues see i could i want that future see why do i hear your tongue pops i heard that one from you oh rad okay um i was gonna say something but now i can't remember oh and just a um, reminder to fellas, to folks going to the protest, if you have a battle vest and you, and you plan on, you know, getting involved, maybe leave it at home. You don't want to be recognized. What's a battle vest? Um, I mean, depending on the vest, it might be some thing you wear to mosh, but it's like just a punk vest. It might have studs on it. It might have spikes. Have you ever moshed before? I've moshed before, but not with a vest on or like a jacket. What was your moshing experience like? It was fine. It was kind of like tame because I was doing it at like this warp kind of tour, punky bar, so it wasn't like hardcore or anything. Okay, was it to like blood on the dance floor? Probably, or like or some like, panic song, or like some some of Jeffrey Star's earlier work. Okay. <laughs> um. 
I'm fake. I'm blasting Jeffree Star. (laughs) Not openly. (laughs) I'm fake. I've never fully moshed before, but I enjoy um, crowd control. I like being the person in the perimeter of the mosh circle who like pushes pushes people people back if they like need just if they just like wander too too far you know just because like people some people just want to have a good time so whenever you're like just the 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 perimeter person you kind of get the best of both personally i love the people who push you back in because they give you more more momentum when like you re-enter the pit and it's fantastic no, yeah, like, I, I, at first, I was apprehensive about doing it. I kind of just, like, found myself at the perimeter because I was intrigued by the pit, but that I was, like, too apprehensive to go in. And then I realized I can just push these bitches back. And at first, I was, like, felt bad, but no one really cared. So... Mosh pits are the purest and best expression of anarchy because people always take care of each other. But, like, the whole point is to have fun with no holds. Exactly, exactly. I love, oh my god, nothing pleases my, like, obsessively compulsive ass more than just seeing a mosh pit go exactly how it should. I love when a bitch falls down and everybody just kind of like, oh. And you know where this happened? You know where this was? The Poppy concert. The one you did not believe I went to physically fully in the flesh. Okay, listen, I believed you went, but I thought that a DJ plugged in the poppy USB and hit play. Again, not even Poppy herself could be arsed to like hit play on her own playlist. I thought she was an AI fake human person stored inside a USB drive, okay? Uh, aren't we all fake AI human people stored inside a USB in the big blockbuster in the sky? I think there's a Pink Floyd song about that. Oh no, that's about the gig in the sky. The gig in the sky? Yeah, they have a song called Great Gig in the Sky. Do I look like I listen to white people rock from 1984? <laughs> Alyssa Edwards said, I need, to, I, need to, I need to get up in this gig in the sky. Wait, did I say white people rap or white people rock? You said white people rock, you got it. You're good, you're fine. Thank God. They're Brits, like. I think, I know it's been a while, but I think we have a question from the audience. Oh yeah, we haven't checked our mailbox in a while. It's, yeah. I mean, since they canceled the USPS, the, you know, we haven't get, yeah. been getting any mail. But I think I one say we made it through. The USPS just see what, um, like, what Lady Gaga did and have like USPS thongs, USPS jockstraps. <laughs> to make money. Oh. I, I would be far more inclined to purchase those. USPS, like, dildos. And then, yeah. like, also non-sex stuff. USPS poppers. USPS, you know, like, spice drag. Can you imagine having a poppers bottle in your home and it says USPS on it? Thank Ooh, you for it, supporting the postal service in, like, eight-point font. It would smell like linens and cardboard boxes. I'm blooming just thinking about it. (laughs) My son's been living at home during quarantine and gained three pounds. Should I tell him he's huge? Um, you don't have to. I think you should. You don't have to because sometimes they're self-aware enough where, um, they know. But, you know, you get to. You, You get to be the source the reminder of the thing that they hate most about themselves because you had them. So even though you don't have to point out the weight gain, go ahead and do it. 
Do it. Because sugar, we're going down swinging. <clears throat> um, another question asks, I, like any fan question from today forward, I'm just going to say just smoke weed. And I think I find it's, and isn't it great to finally figure out who those like 44 to like 50 something year olds that wa- listen to this are? I'm glad they finally wrote in. I'm glad yeah. that they're depressed mothers, just like I'm us. I'm like 90% convinced that they're feds, but um, it, on the off chance they're not, or if they're feds looking for advice, just smoke weed. Thanks for, thanks for, it I'm really, it, it really, it really, whoever you are, it really just makes us laugh and wonder. I mean, I've always, I've always appealed to an older audience anyway. Maybe, I mean, in a visual medium, I'm sure. Oh, I just mean that I always hated the kids' table. Yeah, true. You're an only child like myself. Yeah, I think, I don't know. I think it's the reason I also don't like children. Like, it's another reason. Did you despise the kids' table? Yeah. Okay. How, How old were you when you started talking? I don't, I don't know. Like... I, I don't think I was a year, maybe a year. Okay, that's interesting, because that's, like, by three years old, I was having conversations. And I feel like only kids, um, like, kind of pick up on that faster. And they just, like, and yeah, I, I always hated the kids' table, because really fuck them kids. Reading. It was, You're... Speaking. yeah, speaking wasn't a problem for me, it was reading. Okay, for me, it was... Um, social cues. I mean, I mean, like dyslexia, right? Go figure. Oh no, just anxiety. Can I ask you something? What's up? Do you mind if I go take a shit? <laughs>